This is a Flashpoint Extra. I'm Flashpoint host Cherry Gregg. I am very honored today to have a very special guest on this Flashpoint Extra. I have author Erica Armstrong Dunbar. Uh, Her new book, Never Caught, the story of Ona Judge, uh, will be the subject of a conversation at the Museum of the American Revolution. And so we have her on the phone. Uh, Welcome to Flashpoint, Erica. Oh, thank you for having me. Wonderful. So congratulations on your book. Oh, thank you. And so tell us about it. What what inspired you to write this book? Yeah, this is, well, this book that, that just um, published this week, Never Caught the Story of Ona Judge, is actually um, an adapted version of Never Caught, which was written for adults. So I wrote the adult version in 2017. Uh, this book was adapted for young readers. So it's really a book written for um, for young people ages 9 to 13. And it's really the incredible story of um, about a woman named Ona Judge. She was a woman who lived in the 18th century. She was enslaved. She was born at Mount Vernon in Virginia and was owned by George and Martha Washington. And the story is about her life as an enslaved person, but also her life as a fugitive because she did run away from and escaped the Washingtons. Wow. And so uh, why is it important to tell a story like this at this time? Yeah, no, I think, you know, as a historian, it's important for uh, me to write and to tell the stories of of people who don't always make it into the center of the narratives of history. So for me, I focus on the stories of people, African-American women in particular, but Ona's story gives us the opportunity to think about the founding fathers in a different way, to also think about the building of a nation in a different way. We're not doing it. This book does not look at the founding of the United States in this kind of top-down way. It makes us look at it through the eyes of an enslaved person. And so Ona gives us that opportunity, her life, to think about what this nation, how this nation was founded. It gives us the opportunity to think about slavery and also gives us an opportunity to think about the power of the presidency. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, and and George Washington, um, our our first president, uh, was a slaveholder. Many of the early presidents were slaveholders, Mm -hmm. something that I don't think people um, remember or try to focus on. Um, So tell us a little bit about Ona uh, as a woman, how she grew up, and and what makes her story so significant. Yeah, Ona was born, um, we're not quite certain because we don't have, mm-hmm. the, the Washingtons didn't keep records of the births of the enslaved, but we know that she was born sometime in 1773 or 74. So she's born right at the beginning of the revolution, um, the, that revo- revolutionary era. And she grows up and she actually becomes uh, Martha Washington's, sort of favorite slave, for the lack of a better phrase. She's the one who was responsible for, as a teenager, was responsible for the most intimate of responsibilities. She would help Martha Washington bathe. She would help Martha Washington dress. She would 
brush her hair. She also became a spinner and a seamstress, a very skilled seamstress. And it was her responsibility to travel uh, with the Washingtons once they, uh, once George Washington was elected president, she would travel to New York, the site of the nation's cap- new first capital. And then, of course, the capital shifted to Philadelphia. And so Ona traveled with uh, eight other enslaved people who would live in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection with the Washingtons. And it was her job to really be present but absent for Martha Washington, to always be there but not be seen. And she lived with the Washingtons until um, 1796 when she found out that she was going to be given away as a wedding gift to Martha Washington's granddaughter. And it was that news that prompted Ona Judge to make the decision to run away, to leave the Washingtons, and to never return to Philadelphia. Wow. And so um, so she escaped and uh, risked her life for freedom. She did. Well, she knew, you know, at that point in 1796, running away was actually a crime. To, to run away, she was seen as property. So she was literally stealing herself from the Washingtons. And the Fugitive Slave Law gave the Washingtons the ability to track her down across state lines. Ona would travel by boat from Philadelphia and eventually land in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And it was in New Hampshire where she would live really as a fugitive for nearly half a century. But during that time, she constantly looked over her shoulder. And for the first few years of her status as a fugitive, the Washingtons constantly sent people to try and kidnap her, to try and bring her back. And she was successful at avoiding them. And it's truly an amazing story about the power of an enslaved young black woman who's able to avoid and dodge um, the inhumane treatment um, offered to anybody who was enslaved in the 18th and 19th century to dodge them and to remain, as I say, not free. The, The title of the book is Never Caught. And I use that title purposely because she wasn't a free person. She was still technically the property of Martha Washington. She just simply managed to be never caught. Wow. And for uh, a young black woman to evade um, the hands, eyes, and, and of, the, of the country's most powerful couple uh, is, is a, an amazing story. It's an amazing story, and while I'm not going to tell you know yeah, your, yeah. your <laughs> listeners everything because I want them you to read the, read the book, <laughs> I think that you know to think about the president of the United States trying and constantly for years attempting to reclaim this enslaved woman and not being able to do it tells us a different story about power. It tells us a different story about will. And it tells us a different story about um, the sheer um, sort of thoughtfulness um, and just how clever Ona Judge actually actually was, and that she managed, as I said, for nearly half a century to to be never caught. Amazing story, and I I take it that you because this young readers edition. I mean, you really must want young people to know this story as well. Yeah, you know, we saw, and so I, I wrote the the adult version 
in 2017, and I made a decision that it was really important to, after the book was was well-received, it was important for me to adapt this for young readers because it's these kinds of stories, and in particular, the narrative about American slavery that has a hard time finding its way into textbooks, and really, um, they're very little in the way of tools for teachers to use to teach the subject. And so once I made the decision to adapt it, I teamed up um, with my co-author for this book, Kathleen Van Cleave, who is uh, a writer and writes uh, more for young people, YA. And we sat down together and um, really adapted the the edition, the adult edition, in order to create something targeted really for fifth and sixth graders, because in terms of most curriculums, um, American students typically encounter American history in fifth grade, so fourth, fifth, sometimes sixth grade. And so we wanted to write something, a book that could be used with any social studies teacher in any classroom so that every time there's a discussion or a lesson about George Washington, there's absolutely no reason to not talk about Own a Judge. Here's the text. Here's the book. So we wrote it for for students, but we wrote it for teachers, too. Wonderful. And so I understand that you will be giving a talk at the Museum of the American Revolution on the 13th. Yes, this coming Sunday will be. We're actually doing um, two events there. One begins at 1230. It's a workshop, a writing workshop um, for young people, really from ages 9 to 13, learning to sort of read and write about history. Um, and then, and that's for an hour, and then we're doing a, a larger kind of book talk, which is big and open to the public, uh, and that begins at 2 o'clock, where myself and my co-author, Kathy Van Cleave, uh, will have an opportunity to talk about the book, to read from the book, and to really talk about why we decided to write this young reader's edition of Never Caught. Wonderful. And uh, as, are tickets required, or can people who are coming to the museum just come on in? Yeah, they can just come on in. Um, it's free and open to the public for the talk. If you're interested in um, bringing young people to this uh, to learn to, to read and write about American history, that is uh, required. You need to have um, there's a, an RSVP that's required for that, and that's accessible through the Museum of the American Revolution's website. Um, and and what I will, what I tell my friends and my family is that the talk begins at two o'clock, way before the Eagles game. Wonderful, <laughs> that's right. You can come on in, get a little history. And I love that the Museum of the American Revolution is the perfect place for this. They tell the untold stories of American history, uh, and I just I just love some of the stories that they bring out. And you can check them out at amrevmuseum.org. So I just want to say thank you uh, to you. Um, you know, Erica Armstrong Dunbar for making this uh, never caught more accessible to our youth. Uh, I have a nine year old niece, um, so Wonderful. can't wait to get her a copy because uh, she's a, a very strong reader. And, um, you know, she loves, loves, loves history and especially about um, girls and uh, and women uh, that she can identify with. So this is amazing. 
I'm so glad to hear that. And for people who are thinking about coming out on Sunday, we will be actually signing books as well. So it gives people the opportunity to purchase books, but also to have the authors sign them. And um, we really want um, young readers to show up. We've written this for them and their parents and their teachers. uh, And we look forward to meeting them and seeing them on Sunday. Amazing. Uh, So January 13th at the Museum of American Revolution, you can meet Erica Armstrong Dunbar and uh, pick up a copy of her book, Never Caught the Story of Ona Judge. Congratulations on your book and good luck on Sunday. Thanks so much. This has been a Flashpoint Extra. Flashpoint is KYW News Radio's weekly public affairs show. It airs every weekend on 1060 a.m. on your radio dial. And it comes on at 9.30 p.m. on Saturdays and Sunday morning at 8.30. So you can subscribe to the Flashpoint Podcast for exclusive content like this extra. You can find us on the Radio.com app, the Apple Podcast app, or any podcast flat, uh, platform. All you got to do is search Flashpoint KYW. If there's something in your community that has you hot under the collar, let us know and we'll walk you through the flames. You can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is Flashpoint Show. Mine is Cherry Greg. And thank you because you're a part of the Flashpoint fam. So we really appreciate you listening and subscribing to our podcast. We work really hard and we really, really care about the community. So until next time, I'm your host, Cherry Gregg. Thanks for listening.